Hello and welcome. I'm laughing. I'm laughing because I just thought of something funny. Oh. Well, we were laughing before we started recording, and I'm like, all right, get it, get it together, get it together, right? Oh, she's and it made, her face. it made me think of. So I had to get some dental work done yesterday. Oh, and uh, I was listening to headphones and Fortune Feimster. I was listening to her on Tignataro's show, mm-hmm. and I was laughing so hard as my mouth is open and there's like a fucking drill in there and i'm thinking like <laughs> i should not be listening to this because they probably think i'm crying laughing gas. i was laughing she's so funny to me yes um and i've met her a handful of times she's a love lovely person but my god between tig and her i'm like why did i choose to listen to this with my mouth open that was pretty funny they just thought you were insane from the oh, drilling I, my my dentist is amazing he's hilarious so oh well that's good yeah he's a good guy <laughs> nice well thanks for that yeah <laughs> welcome to the show as the title suggests we're going to talk about the omen franchise such as it is today on the show we are i have so many thoughts about this whole franchise yeah i'm really looking forward to talking about like each movie for yeah. me the omen franchise entails five movies plus the first omen that's going to come out at some point <laughs> yeah so the omen damien omen 2 Omen 3, The Final Conflict, Omen 4, The Awakening, and the remake. The remake, yeah. The Omen from 2006. So those are the movies we're going to talk about. I have to tell you my general feeling was that, you know, I watched The Omen whenever back in the day. Mm -hmm. Not when it first came out, but whenever it was later in the 80s or 90s or whatever. And I enjoyed it. I enjoy, I have a bias towards these kinds of religious horror anyway. So yeah. it, it lives in the lexicon of creepy children. For oh, me. the omen, the original omen. That's what I'm talking about. Is yeah. really a good movie. Yeah. And so I guess my general feeling is like, it's a very good movie. And I honestly have to say, I wasn't aware there was a quote unquote franchise of this. Mm. That's cause that's a real, that's a term that's really been coined very recently, honestly, in the last 20 years or whatever. So that was never something I was thinking about. I think that these these were the this is the first time I saw a lot of these movies. Yeah, I knew of them because and I've mentioned this on the show before. My mother is one of the biggest reasons I'm into horror. And this was the original Omen. Well, one, she was in love with Gregory Peck, so she would watch anything. I mean, yeah. But also, I remember this being one of the first movies she introduced me to. And then how she talked about the other ones that she saw. She's like, nothing is going to, nothing compares to this first one. She also loves Sam Neill, which is probably why she saw number three. Cause let's be real. In my opinion, they shouldn't have ever made another one after number one. Right. So we'll get into yeah. that. But first, first, Oh, Oh, today we are going to do some. Omen facts with girl. Omen facts with cat. I love that. Or horror facts with the omen. I don't. <laughs> I don't know how else to say that. Number one. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. She's getting her little notebook out. She yeah, takes the this. notebook was stuck. I appreciate how serious you take this. I do. Number one, the character of Damien was actually going to be named, and I'm going to give you three choices: David, Domlin, <laughs> or Dominic. My favorite part about the multiple choice is always to find out which ones you made up. <laughs> okay. Number two. 
What tragedy happened to Gregory Peck shortly before filming began? Okay. What Oscar nomination category was a win for the original film? Mm. Okay. Number four. What is the one major hole in the first omen that is lost on the majority of the audience? Like a plot hole? Yeah, something that you're like, I don't know if that adds up. <laughs> but they cover it well. Gotcha. And true or false, number five, Damien was originally going to be blonde. Not blind, blonde. <laughs> okay. That would be fine. You know. If he was blind or blonde? Blonde. Oh. Thank you for the facts or, well, just the questions, really, at this point. Those really are just questions <laughs> that make you think, don't they? They're they making you think. Okay. So the first movie make that... make me think. Mm. Say what? They make me think. Okay. Yeah. They're kind of fun to look up and figure out, right? Yeah, they actually are. <laughs> I bet. And we've been doing some, some targeted facts this year, yeah. meaning... <laughs> specific to the franchises or whatever which i would imagine is pretty fun too it's fun and it's actually a hell of a lot easier because i don't get stuck down these rabbit holes you're like whoop that's not the omen can't go there i'm like oh okay circus freaks uh what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get lost in weird shit <laughs> so the omen is a 1976 supernatural horror film directed by richard donner and written by david seltzer it has gregory peck lee remick who was very famous at the mm -hmm, time mm -hmm. and all kinds of other delightful people and I like this movie quite a bit. I love this movie. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's so well done because even though we don't have the satanic panic as much as it once was, this stands simply because the child is so believable and the story is put together well. That kid is so well cast. And I honestly think that this movie is great because of Gregory Peck as well. <laughs> like, he's just... I have a fact for you that's not in our five facts. Okay. So I think it was it's kind of fun to well maybe maybe this isn't that fun to imagine but <laughs> the little boy who was cast mm -hmm. got the role because the director Richard Richard Donner was like um I need you to attack I think it was Gregory Peck in the audition mm -hmm. and he was so believable and he just like went fucking crazy that they're like, okay, we got, he's got it. I mean, he's the devil. We're all scared of you. Yeah. <laughs> as long as he can control it, then he's hired. Yeah. Which obviously he could, I can attack you on cue. Excellent. <laughs> I guess he was, I have it here. The little boy at the end oh, screaming for his, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. This was another thing about the first one too. That scene at the end mm -hmm. when he's like, daddy don't don't do it daddy or whatever he's yeah. saying it like rips at your heartstrings because yeah. all of a sudden for a moment you're having empathy and you're like you fucking devil i <laughs> yeah. know what you're doing but he's he switches as a little actor as a young actor man he was convincing he was i think he's got the grimace down Ooh. all the pictures you see of him are just like him kind of furrowing his brow at you yeah like you would imagine satan looking down his nose at you satan is a little shit like yeah. What kind of smell do you have? <laughs> Just yeah. like not good. But anyway, good movie. I think, you know, terrifying in the way that 70s movies can be terrifying these days. They they're not as terrifying as they were 
in you know watching them in the 80s and 90s or whatever but or in the 70s obviously but there's a real creepy factor to them a lot of them i mean we've talked about a ton of 70s movies on the show and and i do love that period of time and there's just so many solid movies and this would be on my list oh for sure, for sure. one of the things that, that i thought they utilized well in this first one too is the use of animals mm. and the rottweilers that were there to protect him but who what fucking zoo allows you to drive through not now. That, not nowadays. That scene where they're going through the baboons. I'm like, I don't ever remember getting in my car at a zoo and driving through it. Yeah. Into like the live. Why that was bizarre to me. <laughs> it happened. It, you could do that wow. back in the day. That's crazy. <laughs> I know, right? Well, welcome to whatever the yeah. 1960s and 70s. It's a good one though, and it's creepy. And um, but yeah, the the dogs, the use of the dogs as his watcher, and then just the backstory of he being raised by Satanists. That whole plot line of like all of these loyal Satan worshippers who were there and brought in to watch him even after he was adopted. Like just, it's done so well. The story's it so is. thick. It is. I think my positive list for it would be. The decapitation is still incredibly solid Ooh. and scary and awful. The other deaths, yeah, you know, the priest, the wife, the or this or that. The wife doesn't die, but all the different things. The nanny, it's all incredibly creepy in that sort of satanic follower possession kind of way, and I really love that. I would have been a huge fan of Gregory Peck back in the day, of course. The tricycle scene, of course, it comes about an hour Ooh. in. Ooh. Iconic. <laughs> I do want to say that it lags in the middle. If you're if you're watching movies with a contemporary sensibility, it does sort of lag in the middle where they're trying to figure out where it's going to go. And but I really do like that they bring sort of the photographer in into the story as a partner with the dad to figure out what's going on. So I like that part of it, but it does take that sort of middle like okay, we got to get through this story part it does. before we get to anything better. And then I would say that, you know, they make women really annoying in horror movies in the seventies. And oh, this, this is no exception. Well, it's just like Rosemary's baby. I mean, they're just this pathetic, vulnerable, you know, relying on everyone outside of them to take, they're infantilized. Yeah. They're and needy, all of it. So I just want to mention that, that we're really aware of it. We still love the movie, <laughs> Yeah, but that if you're watching horror movies in the seventies, women are just really annoying and they make us really annoying in the, in the movies. At yes. least it's annoying to me with my 2023 sensibility. So, all right. Omen two. Damien, okay. Omen 2, 1978. Yeah, you tell us tell us your thoughts, Kathy. Well, I mean, this one was fine. Um, I, I think that it really just gives you the story about who Damien, it's really all about Damien. He finds his power, where at the beginning, when he figures out who he is, he really doesn't want it until he realizes what he can do with it. He kind of rejects it. And, the, and then he, when he leans into it, just like anybody who comes into too much power, then, you know, this becomes a, a tragedy. I think this movie really leans more to, like, it's about his evil ways and and less story, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Like, it was just all these really big lightning and thunder moments that he's, like, killing people and he finds his power. And it gives us, um, you know, this backstory of how after 
after his mother dies and he gets sent away because essentially kills everybody in his life. So now he's at this boarding school and he's adopted by another family. It's just now he's older. Now he's like, you know, 15, 16 years old and you're, you're getting him at that time and he's starting to understand who he is. So I thought the idea behind it was good. I think they could have done a lot more with it and gone into a different direction, but I just feel like it was a bunch of like explosions and people dying and less about, (laughs) it wasn't as story driven. I don't think. Yeah, my note says dramatic from the start. Yeah, it was just, what just you're I saying. was like, nah, okay. <laughs> there's like an old hysterical woman, oh, you know, God. there's, there's that crone character that's the old hysterical, you know, doomed that character. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, the crow attack, LOL. Yeah. And then the elevator, LOL. Like there were some t- th- moments in this that were so dramatic that I did laugh out loud. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. And then I didn't quite hold together that what he doesn't know he's the Antichrist, but then he uses his powers very effectively. <laughs> and then it's like, then he went like, eh. Well, eh. he finds out he's the Antichrist. I know, but yeah. he was still using his powers. Oh, not before. knowing. Yeah. In a, in a directed, effective way. Yes. You know. Talk about that, holes. That didn't, that didn't make sense for me. But no. Whatever. Yeah, it was fine. It gets worse, in my <laughs> yeah. opinion. Yeah, so let's move to Omen Ew. 3, the final conflict, which is the Sam Neill one. And and this, the beginning of this jives with the overall story because, mm-hmm. it's, one, it's 1981, but two... Damien was destined to be a politician from the beginning. So this is Mm -hmm. the one where he's a political adult. And I think what one thing that contemporary audiences have to realize when they watch this, it was 1981. And in the 70s and 80s, there was an idea that the president had a lot of power Mm -hmm. and that they were the ultimate power. Mm -hmm. We might not think that uh, anymore. So it was a different time with that. Like that was the height of... I'm going to control the world by being president, whereas that's not really how we look at it these days. And we also know that through even, you know, Christian authors like LaHaye and Jenkins and all of that, when they've written about the Antichrist, he's always the president. He always becomes the president or some large political figure that the world just falls in love with. Right. And I just say, I think culturally we're not doing that as much anymore because Mm -mm. we don't feel that way about the presidency anymore. So. But anyway. it would, you know, and I think there's also a little tongue in cheek around just the political, yeah. <laughs> you know, the Antichrist would be a politician. Yeah. I mean, I, for me, it picked up a little bit more in the second half. Mm. I found it to be a little bit more interesting. The beginning mm-hmm. was pretty boring. To, I wrote, in my opinion, I wrote this one's dull as fuck. It's super fucking dull. That was my review. <laughs> it took the last 20 minutes for me to like, oh, there's a little bit of excitement happening. And these are two hour movies. So I'm sorry, but the last yeah. 20 minutes doesn't do it for me. No, no, it was horrible. But I was like, okay, at least, uh, yeah. you know, there's something here at the end. I'm not just slowly rolling off this hill. But um, <laughs> God, I mean, Sam was... Neill did a, fine, a good job and all that. Oh, Sam like... Neill was, he was, I can't remember why he was, picked but there was there's some story around how he was cast he's i mean he's a great actor yep but he's wasn't it wasn't a great movie it wasn't jurassic park it was not jurassic park (laughs) it was not dead calm which is another great one he was in yeah tune in for lots of newborns being murdered 
Yeah, that's true. A lot of baby boys. And dogs who kill, apparently. Lots of rots. All of all the dogs in the world are controlled by Satan and they kill they will kill you. And Rottweilers are the sweetest pup. I know, but controlled by Satan, Kathy. Oh, oh. So Sometimes I wonder if one of my dogs is controlled by Satan. (laughs) I wonder about that. Uh, I wonder that about your dogs as well. Yeah, yes. Okay. My God, Omen Four. I fucking hated this little girl with everything in me. Yeah. Um, Omen four, we change, we change antagonists. <laughs> so at the end of Omen three, sorry, spoiler alert, turn it down if you don't want to hear this, but really, honestly, we're saving you the time. Yeah, okay? It's, okay. it's okay. He has sex with this woman at the end of three. So it implies that at the beginning of four, this woman gives birth to the new antichrist, which I really don't think this is how it works because the antichrist wouldn't have died, but he dies. Sam Neill dies at the end of four. So then she gives birth at to, the end of three at the, excuse me, at the end Got of three, it. Got it. four starts. And she's now the, the child that, uh, gets adopted and she's now the antichrist. Again, I don't, I don't think it works that way, but her performance, I wanted to put my boot through the TV because she was so annoying to me. She was awful. Like I, like not in that way that the original Damien child is awful, horrible. You are conflicted, right? You're conflicted, but you have empathy for this child who's being possessed. Right. Or was born a demon, whatever it is. Cause they're born with the six, six, six on their, person so you could argue they're born into it whatever but you have empathy for that first damien this one not so much right and it's 1991 so we're very solidly late 80s early 90s in the movie making which is personally not one of my favorite eras but (laughs) well the idea if you're and i understand that they're allowed to make their own rules but the idea is the antichrist is born because within his lifetime, it's going to be the end of the world. Yeah. So, you know. That's the mythology. That's the mythology. And so now he dies and his daughter is born and the saga continues, which to me, I'm like, it just didn't work. It was completely unnecessary. They, If they were going to do any of this, they should have kept it a trilogy and let it be. I mean, but, it was called the final conflict, Omen 3, for a reason. Yes. They have him go out with a bang. Uh-huh. And so, you know, but yeah, the cash grab situation, but they still had the decapitation. There was still a decapitation. We're, uh, we're staying. Did I know, zone out? What, true. When was that? <laughs> I thought there was a decapitation. I there might've been. I, this I little girl now, pissed but... me off so bad that I'm sitting there going, I should not hate a child this much. Yeah. There was, there was stuff happening there, but I didn't like the main the way they did the main character sorry i have a note here too that i forgot the cheesy music like it was a 90s comedy Mm -hmm. it was weird like all of a sudden you're going what genre am i watching Mm -hmm. the best part was Ryder, the the rottweiler the dog oh yeah the best part and he was in it a lot he was fucking cute (laughs) but this this music that they chose Mm. It was like that what you're trying to watch it and it's unparalleled mm-hmm. to what they're trying to do. And I found, find, found it really like, um, like dysregulating. I'm like, I, I wonder if sense. they didn't have much budget. No, it says music by Jonathan Sheffer. I'm just wondering if they didn't have much budget. And so they used a lot of, uh, you know, stuff that's already made stock oh, music or maybe. whatever. I don't know, but there is a music person. So, 
I don't know, man. I don't know, man, either. This, this is this just needs to go in the trash can. No one needs to see this. <laughs> right? God, it was bad. Why are they making another one? Okay, so but we haven't. I know the new one. We haven't. No, we haven't talked about the fifth one, that's, the two thousand six. Yeah, the remake. Okay, <laughs> this is a shot for shot remake. If you thought four was meaningless, for me, five is meaningless. I'm not saying it's the worst movie you've ever seen because they made an inspired choice in Mia Farrow. And I don't know how you feel about Liv Schreiber, but, you know, it's controversial. Whatever. Whatever you think of about him as an actor, he's the main guy. But Mia Farrow is the nanny, so that's an inspired choice. She's amazing in it. But it is a shot-for-shot remake of the original. So, of course, it's not going to be that bad because the original was very well directed. They just updated it. They made the beginning of it 9-11. So they made it look like that end-of-the-world kind of thing, right? Yeah. What did you think of this movie? It's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. Like, when you do a, uh, like you said, shot-by-shot remake of a movie that was really good... You have to really fuck it up to make it bad. So yeah. it was fine. Yeah. I just don't know why they did it. That this is this is my question. But this is the beginning of that time where people were where they started doing all of the remakes. Because this was what year? Oh, okay. Two thousand six. Yeah, remember they started remaking all of these movies from the seventies and eighties at this time. Mm. I'm sorry. Well, just I mean it's They ran out of ideas. And it was uh Julia, who was the the wife again from 10 Things I Hate About You? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was so much unnecessary filming. Well, the, the idea is why why did they do this? And I don't know. I It's a cash grab. This is a cash grab. Four was a cash grab. And I don't know what the new one will be. It's called The First Omen. I think it's a prequel to The Omen Omen. So... We'll see. They usually, a lot of times they go prequel because that is more palatable for us. Well, and there's more to work with because you, what are you going to do? Like this little shit grown up now and she's now going to die and have a kid? They would just have to reinvent the whole thing. They just have to like literally. I'm over it. Okay. It's horrible. (laughs) The first movie's great. They bastardized the rest of the franchise. Oh, wow. Very passionate. I mean, Omen's just such a classic. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it alone. <laughs> Leave it. Would you like some answers to the... Omen facts with Carol. <laughs> I know I would. Oh, Christ. Let me find them. Okay, number one. The character of Damien was actually going to be named David, Domlin, or Dominic? Dominic. Domlin, after... <laughs> this is kind of funny. The obnoxious, this is like quoted, after the obnoxious brat child of a friend, Seltzer's wife said, we can't do that. Um, It would end the friendship. (laughs) All right. So we're going to have to pick a different name. Oh, well, I like that they wanted their friends more than the name in the movie. Isn't that funny? It's like that little shit that lives next door. That's the Antichrist right there. And the wife's like, I understand. Um, Okay, but. But we probably shouldn't. I think they're going to notice. And want royalties. Yeah, right. <laughs> Number two, what tragedy happened to Gregory Peck shortly before filming began? Uh, 
I don't know. Did he harm himself? Did he get in a car accident? His son died by suicide. Oh, that's awful. So Peck's agent encouraged him to take the role, thinking it would be good for him to get out of the house. Jesus. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Thanks. Um, Thanks for that. You're welcome. <laughs> I always know how to keep it light and lift you up, Shannon. Yeah. <laughs> Number three, what Oscar nomination category was a win for the original film? Uh, music? Jerry Goldsmith's score won Best Original Score. It's a great score. It is. Number four, what is the one major hole in the first omen that is lost on the majority of the audience? Uh, it's lost on me, so I don't know. If Damien had a birthmark, they would have seen it on his head when he was born. He yeah. had no hair. Unless it grew there as he grew in his I mean, demony that's the way ways. they'd probably explain it, but again, that doesn't make sense. Well. Number five, true or false, Damien was originally going to be blonde. Mm, false? True. Okay. Yeah. Think like Village of the Damned. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes sense to me. It, w yeah. it wouldn't have mattered to me either way. Blondes, Blondes are evil. Blondes have more fun. They're evil. You're evil. <laughs> <laughs> Winning. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> I'm... I'm enjoying the franchise watches uh, because these are there are a lot of bad movies I hadn't seen, oh, and so really we're going through them. Now we can at least say we've seen them all. I mean, and then it's done, man. And then you know, and then you know the ones you like, and you can wreck like you know six of this and three of that and four of that. You know, you can you can speak from I don't know at least one watch because some of them I ain't watching again. I will say since saw. 10 has come out. I'm like, I, I just can't do that right now. I just watched nine of them. <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched it quite yet, but I'm, I'm gearing up. By the time this episode airs, I probably will have watched it. But watch our social medias for our independent, like, singular reviews. And then also we're going to do a lot of singular reviews and uh, movie reviews and stuff for our mini cast that's associated with our Patreon. But we will still be here. And we will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Terror Talk. My name is Shannon. And I'm Kathy. Sleep safe, everyone. <laughs>